evening to everybody. And uh, almost a good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kodesh Parshish Nitzavim. And uh, this is the uh, the last Zoom schmooze of this year, 5,781. I want to give a big to Rev Josh for setting it up, Rev Josh Brody, and anyone that joins us. And I also want to thank Rev Yisrael Yudkowski and Jay Foundations for the new uh, look and the environment and make the Zoom schmooze a lot more clearer. And we hope that people will, um, will gain some perspectives. And I have to tell you that I had a lot of nachas just today. I had a few phone calls from Talmidim from Ner Yaakov and really, uh, you know, quite a few of them expressed like really thanks that they really listened to the, to the Zoom schmooze or the, the podcast at the Vendivere Torah. And I really like flabbergasted because I don't always get feedback. It's always good to get feedback. I'm just throwing it out to you. If you want to send some feedback, it's always good. It's always good, even for rabbis, you know, who are, you know, who don't say that they need feedback. Everyone needs feedback. Everyone likes feedback. As everyone, everyone likes good feedback. You know, one particular Talmud, I'll mention his name because, you know, I think it's a, it's not a terrible crime, terrible secret. name is Rabduvi Zamek. She'd be Gesund Stark. Everyone knows Rabduvi. Rabduvi is a, I don't want to say too much about him because he'll be upset. Everyone knows who Rabduvi is. And one of the things that he does, one of his myriad of jobs is that he's in charge of the five towns of and uh, the Abraham Farakaway, not only is a big time of but he does all the practical fixing up and everything else. And he tells me, he said, I just want to tell you that I appreciate very, very much the Devar Torahs. I listen to it every year of Shabbat, especially when it's up on ladders and trees. And he, and he listens to it. And I was very, very happy to hear that. And he says that he shares the thoughts with his family on Shabbos, guests on Shabbos. And another Talmud, another older Talmud said, Rebbe, I want to tell you that since the last year, since we've reconnected, and he listens this is every year of Shabbos, and it really makes a big difference to him. So we hope that all these words gives us a schus, and the schus is not only for us, and the schus is for everybody. And, uh, you know, I, I, what the, the title of the of the Zush was, I, you know, when I sometimes make the title, the Rebunshim puts the things into my mind, and I hope that We'll be able to do service to it, do justice to it. But the title is 5,782 Rosh Hashanah, one step at a time. One step at a time. And today I gave a, a class, a shir in the yeshiva for the guys who, uh, the way I would describe him, only once someone went to Nir Yaakov, went to Nir Yaakov would be able to understand it. The Rabbi Ackerman guys of the yeshiva, Teres Yaakov, Rabbi Ackerman was a Rebbe that would give a shir in Nir Yaakov. You give it outside of the base medrash, and the guys there could be very, very chill. In those days, the guys that was the smoking place because you couldn't smoke inside the building officially. Those guys wanted to smoke cigarettes, cigarettes, and Rabbi Ackman smoked cigars. Rabbi Ackman should be good stark. And you know, so many people that got a lot from that environment. Very it was very laid back, very, very real. So today, the Rebbe uh, wasn't able to show up, and the guys themselves came and said, Rebbe, would you mind? giving a little bit of class. So I, I went and I gave a, a little bit of a divide We spoke about, you know, just taking small steps. You know, before, before Rosh Hashanah, we take a look at the big day of Rosh Hashanah coming in front of us, the day that the world was created. Even though the truth is, it's really a misnomer because really the world was created today. For you guys, when the world was officially created by the Rebbe Shalom, that's what the, we know from Chazal. And, um, it was created on Chafei, but 
Adam Arishan was created on the sixth day of creation, which is why we celebrate, why we celebrate, why we have the Yontif and the Yom Haddin of Rosh Hashanah, is because this is the day that Adam Arishan was created, put into the world, put into Gan Eden. He was, uh, him and Chava were created at that day. And the Medrash describes in detail exactly what happened every single hour, every single hour. And then on the same day that he was created, the Nachash HaKadmaini came and enticed Chava, then influenced uh, Adam. And then Adam Arishan was considered the Bechir. He was the head. He sinned, whatever that means. Sin, Chet. And at the same time, he did Tshuva. He did Tshuva. And uh, it's a, what happens is that every Rosh Hashanah, we are now the offspring of other Mauritian. And our job is to, to be Misakin. To be Misakin, what other Mauritian wasn't able to Misakin. We're all supposed to be Misakin, uh, make a Tikkun on every level of what we can do to make the Hashlama of what other Mauritian was supposed to do. And I'm hearing from the Meshkiach, Revolvi Zetzal, he always used to say over that, our generation, you know, the first generations, they were considered like the head. That's the other yeah, the generation of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yanka. Those considered heads. And then came Moshe, and then came Aaron, David. And then each generation is a different part of the body going down lower and lower and lower. And uh, then you have the generation of Tanoyim, and generation of Amorayim. There are a generation of the Rishonim, and the Paiskim, and the Gainim, and then the Achorayim. And we are considered the akif, oh yeah, akif tissue. We're considered the heel. We're the lowest part of the extremity of the body. The heel is on one hand, it's very, very important. The person doesn't have the heel, can't stand up. So on one hand, we're holding up, but we're, we're holding up the whole edifice of everything that was created beforehand. On the other hand, we know the heel is very, very tough. You're like, you know, you know, you can if you put a pin into it, you're gonna get hurt. You know, this is a very tough, tough thing, but it's like unfeeling. And to a certain extent, that's really our generation, our generation, we're the generation. We don't have that same feeling that the previous generation. The previous generation is they were strong and they were more vibrant, they were more involved. But that's the way we look at what our, what we're supposed to do on Rosh Hashanah. But, but what can we do? I said to the Talmud, what can we do? One step at a time, one step at a time. Rebbe does not expect us to change things overnight. Even today, even today, where we see how much the Rebbe is you know, it's like, uh, if you know, if you, if you guys, if you guys heard about what's called, you know, I remember when I was, when I was a kid, you know, there was, you know, we saw the, the films about the pirates, the pirates, the pirates, you know, with the, the funny hats, with the spears, and the, you know, the, the, and with the pipes, you know, the funny, the funny, the pirates, the pirates captured, the pirates, what do they do? They shoot the cannons across the bow of the ships and they get them to stop. And then they board the ships and then they capture the ships. And, and that's the whole thing about the pirates. The Rebbeinu is shooting, he's shooting those cannonballs literally at us all the time. We've gone through so much in the list, a year, two years, now we're entering into the, we are really, why look, it's really the third year of the corona epidemic. If you really analyze it, the third year, day, which we're now about to complete. So I remember saying last year, what was the, the Rashi Tevis, the acronym which I came up with last year was Te Shana Pashut Acheret. What did we want a year ago? 
here though, remember, we didn't have the vaccine. And we were just, we were just wanted to, we didn't know where we were going to dive in, inside, outside, how we were going to dive. You remember all the rules and regulations that were going on this year? It was beyond, beyond difficulties, difficulties. We didn't know, shuls, not in shuls, what's with the corona? What did we want? Tehei shana pashut acheret. We wanted to be acheret. And to a large extent, it was pashut acheret. Because Baruch brought the vaccine into the world. And the vaccine has helped many, many things. And I'm not the only one. I saw a little advertisement of some of the Rabbanim from the five towns, including my good friend Rabbi Yaakov Bender Shlita and, and another the great Rabbanim. They're all pushing this thing about take the vaccine, take the vaccine, the vaccine is proven. And I'm not here to be the anti anti-vaxxer, anti-anti-vaxxer, that's my, my point of view. My point is there is a vaccine and the G'dayim of here in Eretz Yisrael knows where we behold. So we have to be thankful. And this is what Rebetzin Kolodetsky said over, there's a little clip from her saying over from her father, her father said, she said she herself and her whole family, everyone took the vaccine and including the booster, which here in Eretz we can get the booster, the third vaccine. And now I think even having it, you can get it also, everyone can, even for 12 and up, here in Eretz Yisrael, you can get it. And she said, for her father said, everyone should be taking it. Women, pregnant women, everyone should be taking no one should, except 12 years old. No, no, the doctor said not to take it, don't take it. And uh, but she said, Reb Chaim said that there's three things you should do before you take the vaccine. Number one is you should say, um, I'm being the kind of mitzvah of the rapper, your rapper, that there's a that there's a chiv to watch over your body. Reb Chaim said, This is the way the kind of mitzvah. Number two is we're being kind of mitzvah that we're being we're listening to the gedolim kechol hashayiruchem. That should be another kavana. Everything that they tell us to do, we follow them. Like I heard from someone the other day, he said, when a prime says something, even if I don't understand, it make a difference. I'm not going to follow the prime said. We realize, recognize he's the gadol, recognize he's the gadol. And the third thing she said was, the prime said. The third thing is that we have to express our cars to remind them that he brought the vaccine into the world. That's the way Godel, that's the Godel's vision. Godel's vision, everything's, everything's in the, everything is in the Torah. Like someone said over today, in the yeshiva, uh, the Mashkiach Reinman said over that he was able to go to uh, Rebbe Yashiv Shver had a connection with Yashiv before he got married, went to Yashiv, and he got a bracha from Yashiv, maybe together with his wife, because Yashiv used to take the wives in as well. And um, and he asked Yashiv for a bracha, so and, and Eitzah, he asked him for a piece of advice, you know, advice for life and marriage. And Yashiv said, very simple, a very simple piece of advice follow whatever it says in Shulchan Follow whatever it says in Shulchan Aruch. But it says in Shulchan Aruch. You follow it says in Shulchan Aruch. That's the best, the best advice I can give you. That was Yashif. Yashif, everything was steeped in what the Torah says. And Reb Chaim, the same thing. What is the, what is the Torah telling us? Now, we're not holding by those levels of every single thing, but steps, doing little things, little things. You know, I, I talk about myself, not because I want to talk about myself, but because I think I learned a little bit from things that happened to me, so I therefore I share it with you. You shouldn't think that, you know, I'm trying to somehow just discuss things about myself because I want to discuss about myself. No, I want to discuss 
things that happen because I hope that they will they'll have a a, a message for everybody that we all went all in from, including myself. You know, there was a a Talmidah student of my wife's that came over to the house today. She Baruch Hashem just recently got engaged. She's Balas uh, Tshuva. Uh, and Baruch Hashem, she's found a wonderful, wonderful person, wonderful person, Yehuda, and she's very close to my wife. And uh, she reminded me that she, she came in, I was sitting by my desk and I was preparing and I was learning. And she said, I just want to tell you something. It reminded me of a story that once I was here a few years ago and I came into the house and you were also doing the same thing. And uh, and after I was speaking to your wife again, I said, Rabbi Liff, she's like a very blunt person. She's a very intelligent girl. She said, Rabbi Liff, you know, maybe you, know, maybe you can tell me a little bit something about what you're learning, you know, like share with me a little bit what you're learning. So I said, uh, yeah, I'm learning with something, I don't know. If you're really going to be interested in it, she said, no, tell me, tell me. So she said, I told her I was learning about Elena. I told her about Elena. And, um, and I explained to her that we see that the Shulchan Aruch, that the, the rabbis, the Mishnah brings it down. She didn't know what the Mishnah Burr was. I said, but the Mishnah Burr brings down. And it's really a chazal that the importance of saying Aleinu is so important that the Malachim, the angels are waiting in the heavens for a person to say Aleinu. When Klaiso says Aleinu Shabayach, it's mamish, it's such a teram in the heavens. It's like a big thing in that the whole heavens are turning over. Now we know how are we usually at the end of davening. We want to get out. We want to get out. We want to run out. And uh, it takes discipline. They'll say, "No, I'm going to stay till the end." I'm going to say Elena. I'm going to say Elena with with kavana. And she said, she said herself. She said, "You know what? Even though she's a but she tries to daven. But you know, especially a girl, this and that. So she would say when she would finish Manasseh, she said, "Okay, that's enough." But after she heard me saying how important Elena was, she says, till today, every time she finishes down, she always says Elena, because she heard Rabbi Liff saying that the angels are listening. The angels are listening. So how can I not say it? So you don't realize when you, you do, you say one thing, how you can influence a person. How you, and, and, that, and one thing can lead to a whole different world. It can lead to a revolution. You know, I, I want to say over something that, you know, I, I just told another time today, you know, Today, everyone knows there's someone, Rabbi Eli Stefanski, who Baruch Hashem is a revolution in the Daf HaYomi, MDY. And, you know, I myself am not a member of MDY. I have heard Rabbi Eli sometimes, some of the room, and he's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I have to tell you, I have such high regard for him. A person who really is a, a Balabas, who is Isaac in Parnosa, but his real love is to be Isaac in, in, in Torah and to give over to Torah to get people involved. And he has thousands of people listening to every day. And it's him and it's his whole team of guys who are from Ramat Bechemish area. And now it's a worldwide revolution. And I mentioned to a certain Dhamma today, and we discussed about trying to improve, you know, maybe in the area of learning. And he says, you know, really he doesn't have a time to learn Gemara. He goes to a Hashkafashir, he goes to Allah Hashir. But the Gemara is not for and said, listen, you know, every, I don't know if you heard of this, Rebelli Stefanski, but you know, everyone, he's, he's, he's good, he's geschmack, and, 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 and it's worthwhile to check him out. You know, it's worthwhile to check him out. I mentioned to somebody else yesterday. But I said, you know, Ellie, when he first started it, he just was learning a Dafiyami for a bunch of guys, a few guys. But then this thing snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. Now, the truth is, Rebelli is really 
on the heels of the great Rebbeir Shapira, yeah, the founder of the Dafayomi. And we think about the revolution of the Dafayomi, the Sea of Ashas, MetLife, 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 and here in Eretz Yisrael, around the world, the revolution of the Dafayomi. I remember when I was to be the, the MC many, many years ago in the uh, the first English-speaking Sinim Hashas here in Eretz Yisrael in the Benyei Amat, 2005. 2005, and I was able to introduce Rav Nassim Tzvi and there's a song that came out when he spoke about, and uh, the introduction to that song, Nachman Zaltzer has it, is myself speaking about Rav Nassim Tzvi, introducing Rav Nassim Tzvi. And uh, at that time, it was, um, you know, I mentioned something that I researched a little bit, that it came out, if you know, to realize that the first beginning of the Dafayomi, ah, Shiva puts everything into the world. It's an interesting piece of information that that year Rosh Hashanah fell, fell out on 9 11, 1923. It was 9-11. 9-11. And everyone knows we know 9-11 from what happened in the United States of America in 2001. So I said then, I said that Mayor Shapira implanted into the world a revolution of Torah, which has transformed the world. Think about it. how many people were learning Dafi Yogi in those days and how evolutionized what it became. And uh, I said that Mayor Shapira's revolution of, of the Dafi Yogi could be, was the antidote, was the defense for Klai Yisrael and the 9-11 of the revolution of the, of the Arab world, of the Muslim world that we wanted to try to bring down and they, they did something which was beyond understanding. And uh, so that 9-11, Lahabdil, that 9-11 of Kedusha maybe was the, the, the defense against the 9-11 of the Tumah, of the Tumah. But you see what happens? One person, one person, one step. And I came home from Myrav, and I mentioned a few times in these few weeks that we have a neighbor in our building, and their son, Yohannesson Simcha Ben, Leah Rivka is very, very sick in the hospital, 19-year-old boy, and, and, and uh, I met his father and I said, you know, give me a report. And he, um, he told me, told me some good, something's not so good today. And we're davening, I said, and I just kept saying, I said, you know, we're davening, everyone's out. We said, tell him in Yeshiva, you have to daven today. I always try to push to say, tell him to make a Mishabayrach. And we have other people, young people that need refuse, and we have the COVID, and we have still things that are going on. And um, but I said, you can't be the Ayesh. I said, I spoke today to my friend, my friend, Rabbi Shlemenach Mendel from Toronto, who was on the, um, who was uh, on a respirator for four and a half months with COVID and was not here. And when I say not here, he was mamish. Uh, I told him today, I said, Can I, if I could see you, I probably could make a triya samesim. Make a triya samesim. He said, I'd rather you make a triya sachai. You know, a triya sachai. But he was on a respirator for three and a half months, four and four months. Wasn't talking, wasn't moving. And then I mentioned, maybe mentioned the story that literally a miracle took place in Rashkhaidish other, Rashkhaidish other, Ben Afrika. And uh, today he's, I just said, tell me to give a practice. But he says, I'm talking, I'm breathing, I'm eating. I'm able to swallow. I'm able to put on Thomas, Thomas and Thomas, I wasn't able to do with my hands and lift up my arms. 
He says, I'm walking with a walker. All of this has taken place on this four and a half months. He's been in therapy and everything else. But the doctor said about him, there's no, this is a medical miracle. There's no way that he should be alive. No way he should be alive. Rabbi said, Rosh Hashanah is coming. And we have the ability one step at a time. What I want to mention is the, uh, the conversation I had with this friend downstairs, this neighbor downstairs. I said that, um, you know, whatever I told him to drive to again, but he thanked me so much. He says, you don't know what kind of this. He gave me chizuk that I recognize that, that you know, the tefillahs, he knows he, the tefillahs are the only thing that are going to help. Tefillahs are the only thing that are going to help. What does that mean? For sure, we have to be mishtad, we have to go to the doctors. And the doctors, they're going to do their best. That's a shtadlus. But when you see a person that's literally sick and everyone, the doctors give up. When you see a young boy who's got something which comes so mysteriously, you realize, tefillahs, we need tefillahs. And as we said before, the Rebunnishim is shooting these cannonballs, the pirate ships are shooting the, Rebunnishim not the pirates, you know what I mean? Rebunnishim is the balabas. He's shooting the cannonballs in front of us. You know, we thought COVID was over. It's not over. You see the world, the West Coast, around the world, fires, Mibaish. Yesterday, New York City, uh, throughout the world, Louisiana, two days ago, uh, Hurricane Ida. And now it hit me last night, it hit New York and it hit New Jersey. Unfortunately, Yiddish and the passed away. The, the son of Rebbeir Weissmandel, himself a tzaddik, I can't remember his first name, Yitzchok, Yid for Mansi, a Yid, was killed in the floods yesterday. And I heard from today from reports from many, many people that many, many schools and yeshivas and everything that floods and then and, and they lost this Torah and everything else. You know, it's all Erev Rosh Hashanah, all Erev Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbe He's He's shooting, he's, shot, he's blowing the shayfer, like we said last week, you talk of a shayfer gadol. So, okay, so what do we say? Okay, the Rebbe is doing all these things. Or we say it's just the environment, the people that don't really have a moon in Hashem. What am I supposed to do? Every single one of us, every single one of us has what to do. Kaya is the first thing. Kaya have more kavana, have kavana, especially with coming Rosh Hashanah when the kavana is so important. Ah, just mentioned what Revolvi I learned today with my chavrusa. The, the whole purpose, the purpose of a yid is to be megale, the malchus of the rabbanishim of the world. As I learned with my other chavrusa, Stephen Braid from Rav Shimshim Pincus and Shabbos Malkusa, he explains that every nation has its uh, its particular qualities. You know, you have the Chinese, they look like Chinese, they sound Chinese, they're from China, they sound like Chinese. He speaks to an American, he speaks to an American, French, French. Each one has his way they look. Siberia, Russia, Ukraine, everyone's got a certain look. What's the specific look of a yid? So people say, oh, yids have long nose. Yeah, yeah, that's, Italians also have long nose. Yeah. So if Pinker says that the, the, the unique quality of a yid is we are mirrors of the rabbinism of the world. We're a mirror. A mirror is just an image, a reflection of the form that's in front of it. And we are supposed to be the mirror image of a Baruch We're supposed to be Magala, the Kvayt, and that's why we're different. It says, We're a different nation. We're separate from all of it. What does it mean separate from all of the nations? Yes, like, like Haman said, you know, 
Shabbos and Kashrus and Pesach and everything. Yeah, we're different. We are different. What does mean we're different? We're reflecting not the values of the world, the so-called world, reflecting the values of the Rabbanishim's world. The Bayre Olam, the creator of the world. That's what we're supposed to reflect. And, uh, and in three areas, we see that we reflect those things when we daven. The first thing is Bria, creation of the world. We're supposed to bring into the world the concept there's a Bria. A Bria means that there's a Bayre and there's a Nivra. There's a creator and there's a creation. And that all took place today. And that's what we're reduplicating and we're reliving every Rosh Hashanah with Adam Arishan, who is the purpose of creation, that we're now supposed to show what the purpose of creation is. So first stage is Bria, creation of the world. That's what we have to bring into the world, bring that concept into the world. And we have to raise that concept in our own minds. Am I bringing the, the Bria into my world? Do I recognize that the Rebunnish of the world and I'm a Nivra? What does a nivra mean? A nivra means the Rebbe created me. Why did he create me? I got to act like I'm here for a purpose. I'm not just another ant, okay? I am something which is unique. Every single person has his unique quality. I'm supposed to do something special. This special. I'm not, not going to be a rebellious Stefanski. I'm not going to be this one. I can be Yisrael Yudkowsky. I can be Yeshua Lev. I can be your Josh Brody. I can do something with my my friends, my family, I could say a good word to a neighbor, and all of a sudden that neighbor gets a visit. I can do a chesed. Those are all the things I, that shows that I'm a nivra. I'm acting for, not for myself, I'm acting as a bunch of put me in the world for a tatus. The second thing is, is matan Torah. When we say matan Torah, we include Yitzhiyah Smitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsuf, all that's all leading up to matan Torah. That's the concept of matan Torah. We have to the Rebbe gave us a Torah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The Torah. And I recognize this. There's no, you know, everyone wants, we want this year to be a sweet year. Sweet year, we always have a sweet year. Honey. Dip the apple in the honey. Make a bracha loud and clear. And here in Arizona, we have Simonim, different things. We have the Rebbe says, makes mamish. There's so many Simonim going on. It's like a whole meal. It's like a gan meal. And, 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 and it's Gavaldic, all the Simonim, and we say, uh, the famous one, you know, you eat celery and you say, you're right, uh, you're right, why do you eat celery? Yeah, I should have a good salary, right? You know, <laughs> good celery. All different kinds of things. The purpose is to want things to be sweet. How are things going to be sweet? Like I said today, if we'll be sweet to another person, we'll have a sweet year. Be sweet. If you'll be sweet, then I can That's what the Bziska is all about. The sweetness that we should want to be sweet. If we'll be sweet, we'll be good and kind. That shows that there's a Torah in the world. I'm not just an egotistical person, only ego, interested in myself. No, I'm, ego, I'm here for a purpose. And the last thing is Gula. Gula. We all want it, Rabbi, especially these days. Everyone wants Gula. Everyone wants Gula. Everyone turning around. We can't take it anymore. We, 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 we want to be finished with it. We want to be finished with it. We want to be finished with it. The Rebbe is not can't be finished. The Rebbe wants us to get to a certain place. Are we ready for Gula? We spoke about this a lot, last, last year a lot. Are we really ready for Gula? Are we ready to, to really be Zoycha? To, like I heard today, I said over to my friend, Rebbe Shlomenayach, he's a kind, he wants to go this, he, he spoke to his brother, he wants to go make Birchus Khan, and Rebbe Shlomenayach can't sit, he can't sit, he can't sit, he can't understand. 
So I said that I heard uh, the I heard the as I was going to Yeshiva. He said that he knows a Yidim B'nai Rak, a Kayin, who takes a haircut every 30 days. So he has to very nice, take a haircut every 30 days. But why are you a haircut every 30 days? He says, yeah, he says, because we say in the Gemara, the Sugi is Yibana Beis HaVikdush. Mir Tzashem, it's going to come very, very soon. And then we're going to have to have Kohanim Vadasim, Levim Mishirah. So I'm a Kayin. Could be they're going to call me from Vaida. If I'm not going to have a haircut, because the Kayin has to have a haircut every 30 days. So it's going to be the first day, and there's not going to be any Kayin that has haircuts. So the din, he's his puzzle for the Vaida, because he's got to have a haircut. So if Zobos is such a Gavadach, there's a Yid that lives in Benayrak, who's thinking constantly about that Mashiach is going to come and we have to be a Kayin after the Vaida. Wow. That is unbelievable. That's Gavadach. Gula Rabbi said, we search a Gula. And we find this in Tfilas every single day. Shachris, we start off the beginning of Ifti Yishtabach. That's a real part of real Tfilah. Everything else is that Sukkot Zimra. It's just like the Hakdama, right? It's like the four spies. It's like going to the to the to the Chasna. And you get the stuff in the beginning, but the real meal is what comes afterwards. The real meal is we start saying Yotu Orivari Khoshek, Usa Shalmar Sakom, Hameyal Arts Vladimir Malala, Koshbach was mayor to the arts. Uh, all the different shvachas about creation, creation, Bria. Then we get, to, and then we say, Yitzhak Iris, and there's created the, the, the Iris, sun and the moon. And then we say, Avarabba, what's Avarabba? Matan Torah. We go to the next Madrid, we've got to get to Matan Torah. And then after Shema Yisrael, which is which is the highest level of what Matan Torah is all about, so Emes Viyatsiv, and then we speak about Ezra Zavisenu and Gal Yisrael. We're speaking about Geula. Before you dive in, you have to know that there's going to be a gula. Everything is compact into that. And this Shabbos, Rabbi Isai, is the last Shabbos of the year. Last Shabbos of the year. And we all say this is from Akdash and the last Shabbos of the year. A person should what? A person can be massacring all the Shabbos of the previous years. Everyone knows what that means. About a person should be Shabbos, Shabbos, a person to the Chet, try to fix that up on this Shabbos. For sure, you should do that. But I was thinking to myself, I want to try to integrate something in for myself. I'm just sharing with you. I just say that the tefillahs of Shabbos should be maybe a little more like this. A little more kavana. Just think a little bit about more about what you say. And if we follow what we just said, that there's three aspects of history. There's creation of the world, there's the giving of the Torah, and there's Gula. That's, where, that's what the whole 6,000 years is all about. We hope Ritz Hashem is going to happen this year. That's what we hope and pray. What do we find in Shabbos? In Shabbos, what do we say in Leil Shabbos? In the davening, we speak about creation, my separations. What do we do the next day in Shabbos? Speak about what? Kabbalah Satara, Matan Then, Mincha comes. What's Mincha? Ata Echad. Shemach Echad. Mikam Chayisog Echad. Speak about Gula. Speak about the final redemption. Like I said, that's what we're supposed to speak about Shabbos. This Shabbos, I want to be able to reflect on those things that I'm a... Uh, Rebbe created the world. I'm a Nivra. What does that obligate me to do? Rebbe gave me the Torah. It took me through the Kriyas Yamsu. Took me out of the Torah. Gave me the Torah. Made me a free person. I'm a free person. What does it mean to be a free person? The last thing is, ah, I want to Google. What do I want to Google for? We gave a lot of schmoozing about this last year. 
What do I want the guru for? I want the completion of everything that the world is supposed to come to. The complete, complete com completion. I don't want to have a world like this. But you said this a few times. You said, well, we want to have a world the way it is today. We want to have fires. We want to have floods. We want to have corona. We want to have anti-Semitism. We want to have uh, different kinds of ways. TikTok and Shviktak and everything else. All different kinds of ways to get against the Jews. That's what it is. That's really what it is. No, we don't want that. We want, we want umala aridayasashem. We want that the world to come to this country. And even the umasailam, even the umasailam, they have a purpose in the world. Like we know, we just finished sukkah, and it speaks about that they would bring certain kabbonas. The last Mishnah is speaking about how many, how many kabbonas were brought every day. It was against the shivim umasailam, and it was a, on a decline value until the last day, which shmini atzeres. Then there's no kabbalas for the goyim. It's a special matana, just me. The Rabbanisham says, it's me and my boys. Me and my boys. I want me and my boys. My boys is Klai's so I'm going to make a little suit, just you and I, no one else. Nobody has another goyim. I, I take care of the guy, but it's really between ourselves. When it comes to Gula Achreina, everyone is going to understand what the, our role in the world is. Everybody says, small steps. Small steps. You know, I have to say that. Uh, ah, what can I do to make a small step that's going to bring me closer, closer and closer to the Rebbeinu What's this year? This year is going to be Tumshin Pei Beis. We said. Uh, we said Pashut This year we say Tehei Shanat Pigeon and Binyan. Should be a year of what? of redemption, pigeon, and binion, building. Building pigeon, we want to be nifta. We want to be, we want to be released from, uh, from uh, all of the bondages that we have. The Rebunashim should be paidas, paidal, paidal matzil, paidal mishachas. And the Rebunashim should be paidal mishachas, remove us from all the illnesses and everything else. The Rebunashim is in charge. We see clearly Rebunashim in charge. Crazy. Floods. In New York, like never, they never had floods. Never, they had a flood warning that they never ever had before. The pictures, the subways, and the Passaic and everything else. These are biblical concepts. These are not simple concepts. The Rebbeinu is talking to us. We want pigeon, and what do we want with the pigeon? We want binyan. The binyan is for sure not the binyan based on English that we want. We have to. We have to. Aspire, we want to get to the Binyan Zemigus. Before we get to the Binyan Zemigus, the Binyan of myself, the Binyan of the other, the Binyan of families, Binyan of people, being good to people, being kind to people. That's where we create, that's where we create a positive vibe. We want to create a positive vibe in the world. And I was telling the boys today, that's really what it's all about. You know, you can have a positive vibe, or you can have a negative vibe. The positive vibe, that's the one step forward. The negative vibe, is the one step back. Yesterday was the Chafetz Chaim's yard set. Chafetz Chaim's yard set. Ah, the saintly Chafetz Chaim was nifted, yeah, less than 90 years, less than 90, less than 90 years ago, the Chafetz Chaim was nifted. 1933, the Chafetz Chaim was nifted. There's still people today who saw the Chafetz Chaim. And the Chafetz Chaim, I'm telling you, I can go on for the Chafetz Chaim, go on, I don't want to go on too much. But the Chafetz Chaim, he created a vibe. A positive vibe in the world. His Shmir Shabbos, his 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 uh, Mishnah Berurah, his Shmir Salosh, and 
is Avas Chesed. This Teres is <laughs> unbelievable. I saw him with Maisa, Gvaltka Maisa, the Chavetz Chaim. Everyone knows Chavetz Chaim is a big tzaddik. Big tzaddik. Go home. We have letters in our family from the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim wrote to our family. Our family Stam, I just saw this thing. Tell me them and the friends a little uh, Shana message, wishing everyone a good year. And we sent out a beautiful picture that the Rebbitson drew, like a postcard, and everyone enjoys those postcards from Rebbitson. And, and a lot of people tell me they get a lot from it. But I saw in an article that uh, the Chafetz Chaim from Radne would send out, a, like also like a postcard from the Chafetz Chaim during his life. With the simply they had graphic design not like today, they superimposed their face to Rabbi Chaim sitting and the whole thing with an H Chaim and everything else. And he wished everyone a good That seems as an Indian to write good things to write people, to write people to say good things to people, just like we wish on Rosh Hashanah night the whole time down during the summer. good Create good vibes. Everybody says that's what the Rebbeinu wants from us. For sure, we have to tshuva on everything. It doesn't take away the avoid of tshuva, but even that, you have to recognize what we just learned from the Rebbeinu Yaina that the tshuva is a tremendous chesed that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us. Tremendous chesed that we all should try our utmost to do our best. But I think when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, we always say now's the time for us to accept the malchus of the Rebbeinu of the world as best as we can to re instill within ourselves in a small way. What can I do to be more, like we said last week, a Ben Melech, a Bas Malka? How do I make myself, I talk differently, I act differently. And the most important thing is to be what a king's children should be. And that's who we are. We're B'nai Malachim. We're the king, children of Malachim. I have a lot more to say, but you know, I could just stop over here. I could just say, well, I'm going to say one quick part. One quick word we'll say because we just finished Masech Sukkah and we had to see him on the Masech two days because we finished always a day earlier. And um, and the vart that we said over, we said over two varts from the Shem and Shvab. So we'll share with you one of those varts. And the Mishnah in the beginning of the parak of Lulav HaGazal, which is a famous parak. So the Mishnah speaks about different uh, pastelists different uh, items which are puzzle in a lulav. So lulav ha-gazel. You steal a lulav and you want to use it, you're not yet. Lulav ha-yavesh. You have a dry lulav, also no good. It's got to be fresh. It's got to have some liquid to it. Uh, if you have an avaydazara lulav, also no good. An asherah, asherah, also no good. If you have niktam which is at the top of the of the lulav is chopped off, or nifritsu olav, or the, the, the leaves are all away. And they don't, you can't put them together. So Rashi says on the beginning of the mission, he says, why is Lulav Agazel puzzle? Because it's a special Indian that you have to have Lachem. It says, Lachem, you have to take it for yourself. It's the yours, Lachem, yours. And when you steal from them, it's not yours. That's the halacha why on Sukkot, the first day, you're not allowed to take someone's Lulav unless he's magnet. He's got it. Magnet to you, and what we do is we make it a matan and then you return it to him. If you don't have a lulav, you can be it's only if you go out, if it becomes yours. It's not yours, you can be yours. Lulav hayavesh, why is that puzzle? Because Rashi says it's not other, not nice. 
You got a dried out myrtle tree. It's a dried myrtle tree. No one wants to give a broch on a dried out myrtle tree. And then it says, that's possible. Why? The Gemara says, because since you can't have anah, it's like the whole thing is chopped up. It doesn't have the shear. Very funny thing, it doesn't have the shear. It's just not, you have to have a shear. It's got to have a certain size. It doesn't have the right size because it's like it's chopped up. That's a halachic Talmudic concept. Only the Gemara could come up with such a thing. I love this. And then we know, that's not hodor. That's not hodor. So the seven-year-old grandchild from the Shimon Schwab asked his grandfather, he doesn't like the, the order in the Mishnah, a little bit funny. It starts off with Lulav HaGazah, which is Lechem. Then it says Lulav HaYavesh, which is Pasal Rashi, just because of Hadar. Then it goes on to these Mechtash of Hadar. And then it says, oh, again, Niktam which is again, Psul of Hadar. Not nice. Why did we take the Hadar of Yavesh and we put it right after Lulav HaGazah? We should have put it together with the group of the other Hadars, other problems of Hadar. So Shimon Shwab said over that is that's right. That's a cash on Rashi, but he says there's Yerushalmi that says an amazing thing. Yerushalmi says that the reason why Lulav Hayavish is possible is not because it's not harder. It's because the pasuk says Lo Hamesim Yahaluluka, dead people or dead items can't give praises to Hakadosh Baruch He says the, the Yerushalmi says the reason why Lulav Hayavish is possible is not because it's not harder. It's because it's dead. If it's dead, can't think, can't say hallow to Hashem. The whole purpose of the Lord to say hallow to Hashem, to thank Hashem. So what does they got to do? Why is that place next to Lulav HaGazel? He says, because why is really Lulav HaGazel? He says, he wants to say, not like the Gemara in the Bavli says, it's because of Lachem. He only has a right to say it because he's a Shwab. I couldn't say it, but it's what he says. He says, when a person steals, when a person's a Russia, He's creating a dynamic, well, I'll use these terms, creating a bad vibe of rishis in the world. And the Gemara says, Rishayim b'chayeyim nikram mesim. Rishayim, even when they're alive, they're really dead, because spiritually they're dead. When a Russia does a mice rishis, he's creating a deadness in the world. And therefore, Lulav HaGazel is really puzzle, not because of Lachem, it's possible, according to Yerushalmi, because it's a mace, and a mace can't get praised. And that's the reason why the Mishnah put it next to Lulav HaYavish. Lulav HaYavish, same concept, it's mace. Everybody said, what is the Rebbe Nusha Montfas? Rebbe Nusha Montfas, Chaim, Zechreinu Lachaim. What kind of Chaim? A Chaim Ruchni, a Chaim of good vibes. Good vibes, not just good vibes, we kick back with a beer, we chill. If that brings us to a point that, well, oh, we hear Dvar Torah, and we have camaraderie, and we sing praises to Hashem, but then it's all good. That's what it's supposed to bring to him. Now, says, I want to give a bracha to everybody. Just like Tavshin Peyalif, we asked it should be Pashut Acheret. We hoped it should be Pashut Acheret. And now it should go into Pidyan and Bidyan. Let's hope that the Rabbanu Shem should be paid to us from all of the Yisurim. And we should be Zaychem Yitz Hashem. Ah, this year, Shnas Hashviyas. And the Shemitah and the land that was going outside, you see, Mamish, everyone's cutting down the trees. We have a lot of people, everyone's pruning. Eretzisol is into Shviyas now. Now we're only going to start eating Mamish in the days after we start eating now. We have a little bit of time because we still have the fruits that left over from last year. But soon we're going to start eating only Paris that are either Nimka, either we get 
Yibol Nachri, if you're holding from that minig, or we get from Chutzlaretz, okay? But Lamaisa, we don't work the land. The land is going to have a Shabbos. Agan says Shabbos, all your Shabbos. And as the Panovich Rav said about Kem Shnasa and he went out into the fields in those days, there were only a few Moshavim Kibitzim. They were keeping it, Kibitz Chafetz Chaim and Kibitz Kamemius. And he went and he put his head, his head down to the ground, and he, or he put his head, his, his head and he said, ah, he says, Holy land, Helika Art, yeah, yeah, rest, rest, my Nagutalan, rest, 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 Rabbi Sai. Shnasa Shviyas is coming upon us. It should be a year, Mitz Hashem, of Bracha, of Atzlacha, and called to Ksiva Chasiva Taiva, which is for Anu, Pulano, or call Amma Basis Shalom. Wishing everyone a Gavalik, Gavalik, a Shabbos, and Mitz Hashem, wishing everyone a Ksiva Chasiva Taiva. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.